0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health, freedom. And in that light, I'm always scouring the globe looking for entrepreneurs, thought leaders, influencers on the cutting edge changing the world so today i'm really excited to have stephen key on and you can see in the you can see he's a product developer he's a teacher he's a creative and and he's a co-founder of invent right so today it's going to be talking all about creativity products um, intellectual property web3 intersection of non-fungible tokens and really an interesting uh, creative space. So with that, I'll welcome Steve to the show. Welcome.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me. And I really like that you're, you mentioned financial freedom, because I remember I was giving this talk and and someone that went to one of my lectures really loved it. He said, Steve, you, you've you hacked the system. <laughs> I said, well, I don't get, what do you mean? He goes, well, you're the new rich. He <laughs> said, well, why? He says, because the new currency is time. And if you have time, you're you're a pretty rich guy. And so, yeah. And and my mission, I guess, from the very beginning was to kind of design my life the way I wanted to live it.
0: Mm. I, yeah. I love that. Um, you know, you bring up a lot of interesting points, you know, especially time is a new currency. Um, there was a recent movie where it was discussing, you know, how you measure value instead of in dollar signs it's more time and um and uh, that's so interesting how our um currency is changing so
1: well it is and that person i said that wrote the four-hour work week tim ferris uh-huh. and wrote about me in this book he says you, you kind of figured it out and i said well why is that he says because you have people working for you uh-huh. and they do all the heavy lifting and you collect royalties on on your ideas because they're taking those ideas to market for you so and he was right. I I'm one of those guys that I want to be creative, uh, but I want to have time to do things I really want to do. Mm. I'm really glad that we're going to touch this topic because it's really close to my heart.
0: Yeah, what What's interesting is uh, also um, the new way of um, monetization, especially um, in this age, is uh, licensing and uh, intellectual property. Tell us, uh, you know, give us a, a brief intro, and then we'll get into specific questions. You know, it's
1: interesting you had mentioned that my specialty is licensing where I'm going to rent some idea I have to a company that's already in business. So I don't have to start a business, raise money, hire employees, all the things I really don't want to do, right? So I'm going to rent an idea to a company that already has a shelf space, the manufacturing. They've got everything. They're going to do all the heavy lifting for me, and they'll pay me a royalty on each and every one of those products that they sell of mine. The one thing they don't have is that idea. And people ask me all the time, I don't understand, what do you mean you have the idea, they don't have the idea? Well, if you think about it, a lot of those employees are kind of watching the clock. You know, they're not gonna get the the big pat on the back. They're not gonna get their name on that, that creation. Creative people create because they love it. They wanna see that idea come to market. They do it for all the different reasons. And if you work for a company, that's not really gonna happen. So the best ideas, the real talent, kind of leaves, and these companies know it. So they've opened their doors to say, "Look, we'll look at ideas from the outside." So from from my perspective, we take advantage of that, and we send them great ideas, and they take it. They do all the heavy work for us. So it's a, it's a great business model, of product licensing. Yeah. Um, and so what are the um, you know what are some of
0: the big lessons that you've learned in this licensing process?
1: Well, product licensing has been around for about 200 years. It's not new. A lot of people just are not familiar with it. They think the traditional way to commercialize an idea is that I'm going to start a business. But product licensing is uh, a great business model, uh, especially for, for individuals, but also for startups. You know um, i don't have to do all the work i could license part of that technology out to fund other things i want to do or maybe i license technology into my company that i need to help me be a little bit more um, profitable the thing about product licensing i tell everybody it's really simple you don't want to reinvent the wheel Mm. you have to come up with this great new idea that no one knows about that's going to require education that's going to require time What you want to do is make a simple improvement on an existing idea. The reason why, well, two things happen. If you make that small improvement on an existing idea, there's already a market for it because the product's already selling. Great, great, great strategy because that's going to help you become successful a a little bit quicker, quickly, quicker. So, And the other thing, too, is find those companies that embrace us. Find those companies that have embraced the word open innovation, which they've opened their doors for people like us. So you make small improvements on existing ideas because there's a market for it, and most likely they can manufacture it, and find those companies that really want ideas from us. And there's some things to do in between, like you maybe file a provisional patent application. We can talk about that in a minute. But in theory, it's really simple. They need ideas. We have ideas. Let's connect.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, what what sort of um, products or services? Or, uh, I'm sure the product services, you know, software. What what sort of um, are best for for lic- this licensing model?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. What industries are kind of inventor friendly? Okay, well, let's step back. The the, the big ones would be toy, would be hardware, maybe kitchen, maybe DR TV, fitness, sports, um, even medical. Those are industries that are that are fairly, has a large audience. I'm in the packaging industry. That's an industry that are consumables. And I really love that industry because those where the big numbers are because people buy it every single day. So I love that industry. But there's a few industries that are a little bit more difficult. Okay. And what I mean by difficult, it takes a little bit more time because there's more money involved. There's more investment involved and there's more risk involved. And that would be maybe software. That's a tough industry just because that industry moves pretty fast and you cannot go through the front door. You have to find a side door to go in. Uh, I would say another industry that might be difficult if you have a medical invention idea that requires regulatory approval. Uh, that might take a little bit more time too. So <laughs> there's a few automotive, uh, which is really a t- tough industry, but we've seen products get licensed that are on every new truck that. That's driving down the road. There's a technology that's one of our members licensed, so it can be done, but you're going to need uh, maybe some of the right tools, maybe a provisional patent application, maybe even a patent sometimes, maybe yes or maybe no, maybe a working prototype, but really know how, Hmm. really knowledge, building relationships, finding the right company, and taking away risk.
0: Yeah. What about like, for example, like uh, movies and games or tell us like, um, like, especially, you know, Disney, Marvel,
1: all these. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about Hasbro. They're, they're a little company there. Um, 60% of all the products that's in Hasbro's product line, their brands has been licensed from the outside. So that's a really big chunk when you think about it. Those type of companies are easy to get to. They're looking for ideas. They want to build relationships. So, yes, those are – you can get in the game fairly quick in those industries. Now, Disney, I love it. I was a Disney licensee, and everybody asked me, hey, I I want Disney to take an idea for me. Well, it doesn't quite (laughs) work. What Disney does, Disney gives a license to their brand, Mickey Mouse, let's say, or some other character, to put on their merchandise. So they're actually licensing out to you, because licensing can work both ways. You can license out, or you can license in. So Disney doesn't really manufacture anything; they have they have um, licensees that manufacture, and they license the brand. So it's a little bit different, yeah. but uh, the concept's pretty much the same. Yes, I love that. And then there's you know, based on just talking
0: to you, there's like so many. Basically, there's infinite. Um, possibilities, basically, you know, finding your own creativity. I know a lot of people are interested, for example, because you mentioned provisional patent and how to actually protect your invention, because you know, there are people that will, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, steal from you. So how do you protect yourself from from these, these situations?
1: Yeah, I, I have a different feeling about it. I know a lot of people are fearful. And but I'm here, to, I'm here to tell everybody, and I hate when I, talk, I say this. In fact, I wrote this article for Forbes that said, hey, your product just got ripped off. Congratulations. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everybody's like, what do you mean? What do you mean, Steve? What do you mean by that? Well, first of all, if you have a product or service that's selling really, really well, you're going to have competition. It's going to happen. And I don't care if you're Apple. I don't care if you're Tesla. I don't, I don't care who you are. It's going to happen. All right, and you could have a wall of patents, and and it doesn't matter. All right, but I tell everybody plan ahead, okay? Because there are certain intellectual property tools that are really important. Sometimes they're more important than patents. Mm -hmm. Like if I was going to stop someone selling online, because there's a lot of copycats online, I would use a trademark, copyright, or maybe a design patent. Those are great tools. You can take them down really fast. Okay, you got to chase them, but you can take them back, take them down. If I'm working with in some industries where intellectual property such as patents is really important because companies are going to invest a lot of money, I might want to file a patent, but I can go through this process a little quicker, pay a little bit more money to get it issued faster. Okay. Know what tools you need. I would also recommend have someone help you from a business perspective on how to file not a legal one. See, you know, that whole industry is all about protecting your intellectual property. But when really, it should be how to protect, or how to file intellectual property that helps your business, mm. they're very different. And so you should not get business advice from your patent attorney, you need to get someone who has an IP strategy background to show you how to apply those certain tools. So it's a little bit more, it sounds complicated, but at the end of the day, you just wanna prepare in advance, right? And and make sure whatever you do, your intellectual property aligns with your business objectives. So they match, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we file out of fear, right? And that's not great. We wanna file because it's gonna move our, our business forward if I'm a startup, and I know the number one way for me to be successful is the funds I can raise. So how do I get the funds? Well, patents help you get the money. And if you look at the success rate of all these startups, it's because they filed intellectual property early, it wasn't the intellectual property protection mm-hmm. that they filed early and were able to raise the money. That's what made them successful. Ah. So it's a really interesting world intellectual property i really do enjoy it and yeah it's, um, it's a fascinating world well,
0: really interesting i like how you um distinguish between the business side and the intellectual property side And there are two different skills um you know uh of course you know consult with your attorney and you know um these uh these specialists that specialize in these areas tell us some uh you know it looks like what you know you've been through it all you, you have uh and uh, what would you do differently and can you
1: share some success stories with us sure i mean i've licensed some very simple ideas and ideas that are maybe a little bit more complicated and it started out licensing really fun ideas you can see over here i don't know if you can see that that's that's the michael jordan wall ball <laughs> this was just an indoor basketball game you got to be kidding me Steve. what's <laughs> the thing about this well backwards are usually square but I just took the picture of Michael Jordan, put it on the back. This this was licensed to Ohio Art. They had the license of Michael Jordan already. It sold for 10 years. Wow. I collected royalties. It was at a TV show. It sold in every major retailer. In fact, you can still buy some of these online, even today, years and years later. Yeah. That was a simple idea. No intellectual property whatsoever. <laughs> but let me show you another idea real quick here, too. Here's one that's a little bit more complicated. And this is a water bottle that would sell, I think these sells at um, Yellowstone National Park. But if you turn it over here, there's a little window. You spin the bottle, the window changes graphics. Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah, now, why is that important? I'll show you another one here. Why is that important? Well, that extra information is really important. This particular sample here, when you spin the label, it shows you how to dose your child correctly instead of by the age, by the weight, but how much how much with the type of dosage in there? Wow that's, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. So those are a full range. And I'll show you another product here that just got licensed. Plastic is terrible, as we all know. <laughs> this is a in, um, packaging innovation. It's called fishbone that eliminates no plastic rings. Mm-hmm. Using very little paper. So it's it's great for the environment and uh, eliminates those those terrible plastic rings. So you can license everything from simple ideas to complex ideas in every different industry. If you know, if you find the right companies and make the right presentation, take a little risk a little bit away, of course, and do all the things and find those companies that really want us. And that's how that's how you do it yeah
0: really because uh, i think with especially with intellectual property basically your margins you you have huge margin you have huge upside you know um you know you of course you have downside as well but then um you know basically it's uh it's scalable infinite scalability really interesting and uh especially for creatives especially in content and uh, thought leadership influencers this is really a Fantastic business model, especially with network effects now. The internet. How do people uh, contact you, follow you, check out your social media, and reach out to you?
1: Yeah, you can always find me if if you want to read more about product licensing or intellectual property from a business perspective. You can read um, you can find me on Forbes. I write for Forbes, Inc. and Entrepreneur online, and there's a thousand articles I've written over one million words books uh, my most popular book from mcgraw hill is called one simple idea mm. and it goes through that whole uh, story of how to license ideas and then i have a youtube channel with over 950 videos that you can find called invent right tv so i think this is a remarkable time if you're creative oh, i nice. also think that if you want some financial freedom you should really look at product licensing because there's no risk you can spend very little money doing this. And I'm a big believer in intellectual property. I mentioned that, but I want to show you one thing real quick. If you look over here, you'll see a wall of patents. And when I license the technology to companies, they pay for the patents.
0: Oh, wow. So basically, oh, that, that's, I know patents, they're not, uh, they are not um, inexpensive. They're, you know, of course, you have to, get an attorney and all of this so it
1: can be very expensive but if you license your your invention your idea to a company and they take it you can negotiate where they pay for all the intellectual property and and if they fail to make certain payments you get everything back so you can save your you can guard yourself to make sure they perform but at the end of the day here's what's magical here when you think of an idea, here everybody's got an idea and then, then you see that idea that actually comes to life. And then you see it on a store shelf or you, or you see someone using it. It is remarkable. Right? So I just want people to experience that because it's just one of those feelings and I get to see ideas from all over the world for people doing this from 13 year old boys to someone that's 82. It's a full range, all different industries. Everybody should learn about product licensing. Yeah. Uh, oh,
0: one thing uh, before we go, um, what are your thoughts on Web three, uh, non fungible tokens in this area of product licensing?
1: Well, you know it's really interesting. It, it, I'm not quite sure how that's going to unfold yet. There's a lot of, especially from a protection standpoint. There's a lot in the news about people creating kind of copycat brands, right? And you know, there's there's a lot going on. So I'm not quite sure what to make of it yet, and how that's going to work out. It's still being debated kind of okay but also you have chat gpt you have ai i mean you have all this new technology coming that are tools for creative people how do we protect it how do we create it i'm a big believer in looking at all of it and finding where it fits for you Mm -hmm. but you have to really look at how that's going to be interpreted from an intellectual property standpoint too because everybody's talking about it I'm on an advisory board in another country. And all we talk about is how to, what do we do with this? The, the metaverse. I mean, how, how do we, how do we, well, number one, how are people monetizing it and how do we license it? And is people violating copyright. Yeah. So there's a lot to it. Yes. Yeah. It's
0: really fascinating. It's really a great time to be alive as a creative and an entrepreneur. And uh, it, it's like you said, how you use these tools for to influence the thought leadership landscape, how to connect with your audience. Uh, everything is going to be digital. So it's going to be really interesting how digital products and are licensed. Um, uh, so go ahead.
1: Yeah, one last thing. You know what's really amazing about the new technology? Today, a lot of people are licensing ideas without even making a prototype. 3D computer-generated rendering. Yeah. It's real, right? And so you're seeing those type of techniques. Of course, we have 3D printing. Chat B- GPT, there's, t- there's technology. I'm seeing people create using AI now. I, I, who would have thought you could do this? I mean, so it's changing quite rapidly. I tell everybody don't sit on the sidelines, get in the game, be educated, watch these podcasts, watch these interviews, read books, get involved because it's never been a, never been a, a the, it's the greatest time to be an innovator creator. You know? Yeah.
0: And uh, with that, Steve thanks for um a great discussion we can continue on especially with the tools now and um, AI and with for all the listeners out there Steve's resources will be in the links and show notes be sure to check out him on Facebook LinkedIn Twitter YouTube and as well his um his YouTube channel as well and uh with that thanks so much for coming onto the podcast and I really really love this conversation hey, thank you so much for
1: letting me share